crazy. Dude, you just went from Boston is racist no. to, of course I love Gordon Hayward. I didn't understand the logic there. What was that? No, 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 no. I love, listen, I always show love to Gordon Hayward. I got love, nothing. I want to see him do well, but I do not want to see his team do well. I do, you know why? And it's, this is very simple for me, Tom. It's very simple. I don't want to see people from Boston, Massachusetts be happy. What's up? care of the people i i did well i did a lot i did so much of the work was the pre-show like the months before getting it all together Mm -hmm. and but still for my own i i I felt i felt for me after the show the show went by so freaking quick I, i was like i kind of missed out on it you know I yeah, like, I, I mean, felt, it's 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 hard, like especially when there. you're like running around, organizing, getting people on stage and stuff to like sit back and watch for a second, right? I yeah, I, it's just, but it's hard. I, I was just telling Amin, like next time I need to hire a coordinator because all the things like setting up T-shirts or who's going to be on and making sure that the green room has food, like all this mm-hmm. little shit that you think, oh, I can take care of that. It ends up taking away from just like doing the stuff that you really want to do, which is to hang out with the people. Mm-hmm. That's all I really, that's all I wanted to do in the end. Um, and now I'm looking, I'm looking back and seeing like this person, that person were there, and I'm like, I didn't even, I don't even know if I talked to them. You know. Yeah, I mean, 400 people is a lot, also. So that's that's the other thing, you know. It's it's just, but there were so many people. There were so many people that were there that I didn't even know. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, you, you know, usually it's like a lot of the people I'm DMing with on Twitter and uh, I got to meet a lot of those people. And uh, boogie? but I was surprised by the amount of people that were there uh, that I never heard from. I was like, do you do, I, I would go up to somebody and be like, are we, uh, do we DM? Because usually with Twitter, I don't know the person's real name and identity. Yeah. And they're like, no, you know? And I'm like, oh, you know? So that was, that was super cool. Like that, that aspect Were they, were of they it, like non-Twitter people or just are they just non-Twitter people you people. haven't interacted? Yeah. See, that's the, that's the thing is like, I don't know how many of our listeners aren't on Twitter because I feel like that's definitely the loudest part of the community but there's definitely I mean especially in a place like New York there's got to be people who just heard about it from listening to the show Instagram I realized is a big I got, big space I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of um, 
things like someone would come up and introduce themselves and it's just a natural thing for me to go like, Oh, Hey, I'm Zach. You know? And then I got a lot of the, like, Oh yeah, I know. And that's, a, that's an awkward, <laughs> like, I would rather just like, let's have the normal introduction. Right. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a, that was a weird thing. They've um, got the inside track. I guess so. That was not boogie. Ted. Yes. The door. There he is. Start the show. This motherfucker. Hey, hey, what's up, Jay? This guy, man, like, I haven't seen him in more than a week uh, (laughs) because when my my girl left, she took the dog to her mom's house. So it was like, yeah, good. I'm not dog sitting that fool. And, you know, just when you think, oh, I kind of miss Ted. It's going great. No. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, Trey, how'd you get on? I added him. Oh. What's up, Trey? <laughs> what you didn't want me on or what? Yeah, that, that sounded very <laughs> no. Yes, it was what, what are you doing? No, here, because I was literally was in the process of adding you, and you're not on. I was like, Trey got off Skype now. No, I mean, I chimed in. Are we going? And boom, my phone rang. Well, you don't have to be. Yeah, grumpy Trey was now. actually the first person to bring it up. You don't have to be grumpy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get, tried to get Maze on early to talk about Better Call Saul, but um, did you watch it, Maze? Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it was I'm, okay. It well, was okay. I, I can't I can't catch up. It was okay. It was not a great finale. It was not. A great, I, I would agree. Yeah. I would it was, agree with that, it was it was off. It was not in line with what they were doing. It was. Uh, it, it, I mean, it was. There was parts that I liked, though, for sure. Me and too. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about it. Jade, the same thing happened with Ballers. Very disappointing. <laughs> Zach, Zach, Ballers with the ninth episode finale. Oh, God. Was that unexpected? It, honestly, uh, they they shouldn't have had little. they shouldn't have had a sixth episode this season. Like I don't know they what. Should, well, they shouldn't have had any episodes. They Zach, shouldn't let's be have real. had a second season. They shouldn't it's, have had a first season. But no, people it, love it, it. People watch it, man. I mean, I'm I'm They're probably in, still watching. I'm in now just because it's become so bad. I can't stop watching. Exactly. Yeah. No. Every every week, I call it my hate watch. Mm. So my my hate watch is gone. But he took on he finale. took on the NCAA, and they wrap in an episode and a half. Yeah. On a thirty minute show, it's just like yeah, yeah okay. Get it? What? How did that happen? Mm. And it's it like that. That's like a whole writing. season. That's a whole season oh plus. God. And they oh just like shoehorned it into like the last episode. And oh then yeah, there's like Lord. there's like no there's like no conclusion. What 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 does he quote? He quotes the sting, or he references quote, the yeah. sting. He references the, the sting at the end is like the big like haha gotcha moment. I was like, what the gotcha? Fuck? We remade the sting. Mm. <laughs> um, Eden, are you here? I'm here. What's up? I want to. You just got back from the live show. I did want to do a quick recap. That's why I brought you on to uh, help me piece, piece together the night because there are there are parts of the night, guys. I don't remember. I don't. Same, rem- I don't same. remember. Apparently, I went home with my brother. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, I don't remember, remember that part. Jake's like, I was like, so what'd you guys do after the show? I said this to my brother. He's like, uh, we went home together. <laughs> Jade, he literally put you to bed like the, the cold open in Better Call Saul. That's what happened after the show. Yo, I I do remember at 2.30 trying to like weigh whether or not to go meet you guys in the village. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I made the right call, I think. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names, but one of our <laughs> listeners who I love, uh, he fell asleep at the next spot and got kicked out of the club. Stop. He got, he got kicked out. Like he, like I was, I was sitting down <laughs> talking to Vic and he, co- and there's like this lounge area across and he goes and just lays down and he's out. Like mm-hmm. just out. Security guard comes in, wakes him up, says, you got to go. Walks him out the side door. Then like five minutes later, he Who comes walking this? back in through the front door, through the bar and comes and like sits down. And then five minutes after that, the security guard comes through. Is like, what are you doing here? I just kicked you out and kicks him out again. Shut fucking Jake that was Christie. pretty funny. Jake Christie. <laughs> Come on, my man. Yeah, Jake. God. <laughs> God, it was funny. I'm dying to know who that is. I do not know. I'm off bl- I mean, you can bleep it if you want. Who is it? Damon? Oh, yeah, really? It was yeah. Damon. Oh, my yeah. God. This so, guy's so getting not, called out on every show. It's not even like a small person like sleeping in the corner. It's like this oh, giant dude. Yeah. Like, very obviously. He was like eating out. curled up or something like that. Like, Snoring. no, this is a regular sized person. Oh, my God. Um, so, yes. Thank you to everybody who came out. I think it was a great night. I don't know. I can't figure it out right now. But uh, (laughs) it seemed like people were having a ball. I listened to the parts of the live show, and uh, the people were like, they were were hyped. They were so hyped, especially from the beginning. I mean, it sounded like a... uh, Sounded like a black church was at one point. <laughs> it did. Can I get an amen? It did. Like the like from the get go, the bomb segment, the the fan interaction, which which some people seem to think it might be a distraction. I think it's the greatest thing ever. I, it's I, in I moderation. It. It's it's content. In my opinion, <laughs> like, because, you know, honestly, uh, me and Trey, like, basically came up with a quick three, four things backstage that we wanted to tap into. But, you know, as soon as people started screaming, like, what about this? What about that? It's like, all right, yeah, that's cool. Let's have a conversation about it. I don't. Wait, I don't know. Was, I, was I Insecure like part of that or did that just Insecure was something we was going to do. We were going to do that. We were going to do that, especially it's always fun to do because the thing about Insecure is the battle of the sexes aspect of it. Right. I think Insecure took off. It was kind of like I knew it was going to be a kind of popular thing, especially with Taylor, like being on board with that. Yeah. And uh, once we got it going and, you know, a couple hot takes from Waz, then it got kind of too rowdy. Yeah. And (laughs) we had had a couple hot takes. We had to we had to segue a bit. So. You know, because that 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 segment alone could go easily yeah. an hour or forty five yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? Well, and then you want to take away from that. So, so I got a question. We had a we had a debate earlier, right? And Waz was was it Waz or it, it was, was Waz? It was, right? it was Waz. So Waz was giving <laughs> it was Waz giving Lawrence all this credit, it, and it me cr- and Ami said, "Wait, like, oh, go ahead." Waz's point is that in real life, no one like Lawrence would ever holler at Issa. That is not true. That's not true. It's big facts. No, 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 no. It's big facts. No, 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 no. That's not facts at all. No, hold on, hold on. No, hold on, hold on. Deconstruct. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we only have one woman on the panel. Well, I just want to clarify. You're saying Lawrence now with all this shit together. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Lawrence in life. And no, and I want to ask you the question. I want to pose you to you the question to you. What 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 is 
what is uh, what is desirable about Issa? She him. What, what does she have? Oh, Don't do that. And honestly, like, for somebody like Taylor, right, who's like this successful black woman, blah, 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 like, they, like, Issa's perspective on the show so clearly and obviously hits home for her. That's why it's, like, fun uh-huh. <laughs> to do something like that. Like, this season, I don't think the chatter online was as crazy as it was last season. Maybe it's just because the nature of the storylines wasn't as, like, you know, salacious or whatever. Yeah. But, um... Last season, it was full-blown every Sunday and Monday, even carried into Tuesday, Battle of the Sexes on the internet behind that show. So that's why, you know, me and Trey knew we My, we knew having a, a black woman on the panel to talk that, about that. Listen, I, I think that Taylor had a lot to do with me blacking out during parts of the night. She was just like, <laughs> no, I mean, like, she was the closest thing we had to a bona fide superstar. I mean, shouts to Bomani and Pablo, but still. I Taylor, was about to say, damn. Taylor. <laughs> no, just wow. like no but Taylor's like another level, wouldn't you say? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, the, like, and, and some people are like, wow, your fans are really into you guys, like, in a non, and you can take out the, you know, the sort of sexual, <laughs> like, attention out of it with yeah, us for the most was. part. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but like with Taylor's, like she's famous, she's really attractive, so people are like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you know. By the way, guys, she's taken. She's going with Jesse Williams. Last I heard, anyway. Um, oh, who is he? So, <laughs> so the uh, you gotta relax. Yeah. No, so next next time, uh, we, shout out to Jesse. He follows me on Twitter. We follow each other. I, think, no, I ain't talking about that. I think that I was taken aback by the size of the crowd and getting up on stage, and the and the lights were so dim you couldn't really see what you were seeing. So it well, became this great. very overwhelming experience for me. Um, to the point where I, 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 it wasn't like the other shows where you're kind of hanging out with the audience while doing a show. This was like you're doing a show, you know? Right. Yeah, because Bell or what was the what was the, the, the bunkhouse? Bunkhouse. Bunkhouse, right. bunkhouse was um, very intimate, right? Because it was a very small room. Yeah. Um, so that one definitely felt different. And then obviously, like the the Oakland show is like we're on top of each other, so that's, and it's that's fully lit. But this one. Yeah, this one and, and like the one in Go- at Gotham Club last year, uh, like you're legitimately on a stage there with hundreds of people. Like it's it's just different. Yeah, like and by the way, the bar here was packed. I don't know if anyone yeah. noticed, but like the bar was like three deep. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, people were getting after it, Jade. No, it's just oh, it, but it was weird because oh, it was separate from the area where people were. They had this other uh-oh. area. Over to the right, you know. There's a point. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can hear it on in the audio, but there was a point because I don't know if he said it into the microphone. But there's a point. So Tom, <laughs> Tom Haverstrow's brother and and their friend uh, got me a got me a scotch, right? Except they like filled up the entire cup, which usually you know you get like three fingers of scotch, and it, this was like yeah. like it was huge. <laughs> so at one point, I'm on stage with Waz, and Waz like, "Yo, let me get some of that." 
And so he takes a sip, and then he's like, "Woo, this is strong." Because <laughs> look, it looked like that, you know, Zach? it looked like, like this was one of the last two. Yeah. It looked like I, a Jack and Ginger. Oh, Jay, so I'm like, "Oh, all right, I'm about to take a sip of a mixed drink because this thing oh. is filled to the top." Yeah. So I was expecting a uh, mixed drink, but no, yeah. <laughs> it was like scotch with a splash of ice. Uh, but yeah, man, it was cool. The audience interaction was great. Um, people got there, you know, we had the meet and greets earlier, but like people got there super early. People were trying to get into their seats as soon as possible, man. Oh, Everybody fight for those seats. Fight for those seats was legit. Yeah, it was it was treacherous. <laughs> and Jay, like to speak to your point about the um the dimmed the the lighting being such that you couldn't see out into the crowd. I actually like that because then I don't have to make eye contact with anybody. I can kind of yeah, just look out. Yeah, into that's what Amin was saying. Amin was like, it, it, that, that helps for me. I don't know. I like it because then I can kind of see people and I can be like, all I said was, uh, yo, there's Damon. Cause I could see him like literally in the front row. That was it. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause I, I would shout out, um, you know, as many people as I could, but uh, but then again, I I wasn't in the most sober state. <laughs> oh my god, Jade! I got <laughs> Jade! I got way too high in my first segment. We, I, 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 oh my god! I, I, kinda, I was just sitting up there thinking of things I had to do this weekend. Yes, like in the middle of the segment, and then at a certain what? point, I, I I yeah, like I I got way too high before the show, so I get up on there my in my first segment, and. And I'm just sitting there and I was just like kind of looking down and I think it looked like I was listening to whatever was being said. But I was really like I was going through like, all right, when I get back Saturday, <laughs> all right, I got, you know, I got Boogie. Oh, am I going to George's house for the for the game? No, I'm probably not going to do that. Oh, there's the fight. I'll probably go watch the fight. Yeah. Uh, and there's a the Yankee game. I was like, oh, Sunday. Well, Sunday's football, but I got to pack and stuff. And then finally I was like, oh, shit, I'm on stage. I have no idea what's being said. I don't know how long I was in this trance. Like it was a while, though. I don't I think anyone get, noticed though. Then I had to get then I had to get drunk and, and even it out. And then I was fine. Dude, Last two yeah. seconds. I was I got as far as the basketball buds, which is the second segment, and the oh. the end of that is amazing. The Boston shit was just so funny, dude. I don't remember that. You don't? Oh, what Boston stuff? Oh my you don't remember the whole Gordon Hayward situation with Waz? Oh my god, and I brought a busing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> About that. <laughs> oh my god! You just don't. Oh my god, dude! These there's some there's some moments that the fans went ballistic, dude. That's, that's where he went. That's where he went. I remember the busing crisis. No, you I re- don't. I, I remember when the white people over there was mad just because black people wanted to go to school. Well, yeah, that's today. I that's ain't forget today. that shit. So Gordon Hayward is my man. I love Gordon Hayward. That was, that was a weird <laughs> Yo, yo, yo Gordon Hayward was Haitian. Yo, Gordon I would Hayward. switch this whole shit right yo, now. Gordon, yo, Gordon Hayward is Haitian. Is Why Waz doesn't like Boston? And, and it ends the segment. We did a very good job, guys, of going out on a high note in this show. Um, and also, honestly, Jay, Jay, we're honestly, good at what we do. If I'm being real with you, though, and Zach, I agree with you, but like, so for instance, when you guys talked about Vegas, right, and it being a really tight room, like, there's something to the fact that, like, if you laugh too loud, literally every single person knows 
who laughed when they did it. And right, like right. that intimacy creates a sort of nervousness. But because this crowd was so rowdy and so big, people felt more comfortable letting loose and being loud and laughing really loud and standing up and pointing and doing that. Cause the inti- there was no intimacy. You can kind of do what you want in your little space. And I think that helped, you know, it did like, obviously this was our biggest crowd, like by measures, by degrees, um, but I just think the energy level was just crazy, man. I, I got to give it to the crew. Cause like, you know, well, you know what it was, was it was all those Haitians. <laughs> there was a decent amount of Haitians in there. That was, that Haitians. was one of the things with the Gordon Hayward thing. You, you, you went to this reason why you loved him. And then you switched it. Imagine this fucking guy was Haitian. How I'd feel about him. Do you remember this? <laughs> I remember that line. That was funny. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh my Jesus. god! Yeah, see, that's where I am. Was see, I'm trying to like I. No, nah, it was I wish, a blur. It was too much. It I was wish. Too much yeah, it was too, too many much. conversations had. I, I met Coach Thorpe for the first time. I, that was like, the first time. I blacked first time out ever somehow. I blacked out, and I'm bummed. I wish there were two of me to have dealt with. Uh, at least the next time, I'm going to. Clone yourself. I'm going. Well, I'm going to assign a person to do all the detailed stuff, like uh, you know, figuring out what snacks we have in the green room, for instance. And uh, isn't that Tristan's job? Oh, I also feel that uh, I'll get into this. <laughs> I'm also going to deal with this on Friday. We'll get into vape, uh, vape, vape gate. Oh my god, <laughs> the fiasco. Vape gate's an amazing god. story that only oh I think Mead and then Jacob, my brother, yes. were there for. Yeah, it's an amazing story. I think between story. the three of us, we yeah. have the entire story. Like, um, but we're lucky. Crazy. Seriously, we're lucky that I'm here right now in all oh, with all my fingers. <laughs> there, there was a few dicey moments back Yo, there. I got. I didn't even know what a precarious situation I put myself in. But uh, anything for you, Eden. But wait, Thank Eden, you. were you yeah. were you in the crowd at all during the show? I tried to be like, I watched, um, like most of BOMM. Um, but I'm not going to lie, like towards the intermission, I started getting really anxious and I didn't want to fuck up the intro. So I was like back there doing breathing exercises and like, there was like a little mirror right before, like you go oh, on stage. I was like oh. talking into the mirror, like reading. You the were eight intro. mile in this thing. <laughs> yes, I was. Yo, I had my hoodie Your arms on. Arms are like, sweaty. <laughs> I was like, I can't let down Anthony. Like, you know, this is, I'm doing this for May. Like, you know, I was like, I can't. I got to do this. Like, I got. I was like, I'm missing the show. But you know what? I would rather like breathe and be prepared. So I missed oh. a lot of it. But you know but I feel like too? I did good. AC AC's poem was great. Was that oh, great? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. So uh, we will release a, a shortened version of it, uh, some of the best of moments. But uh, how long did it end up being? Two hours? Th- oh, way Three. over two hours. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it was long. long. By the way, by the way, I, I heard from a number of people like they wish we would have went on more. You yeah, but, I mean, no, but, no, no, no. But like, did we need to? Yeah. No, no. Each of no. us are basically doing a one-man show at that point. No, like, no. I, 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 mean, uh, I know we had some VIPs, but I ain't pay that much. I know? remember Waz, you coming up to me, <laughs> being like, Waz, the price is going up. Waz, like, I, I'm out, Jade. For the last segment, you're like, just don't worry about me. <laughs> I was like, Jade, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I did like five of these. You things. did. You did. I got, I gotta, I gotta get back to partying. <laughs> 
Yeah. Fucking partying on stage. What are you talking about? <laughs> but if, I, I mean, I hope that everyone enjoyed themselves. I, I hope that no one was like, that sucked. Nah, um, I yeah. pretty much enjoyed. And, you know, we had a decent amount of invited guests. Like a lot of my friends, like they have an idea of what we do. But it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's hard to explain podcasting. One, is hard to explain. It's kind of hard to explain a podcast right. to somebody who's uninitiated. It's even harder to explain a live podcast. Like, yeah. so wait, you guys are going to go up there and talk? Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, got, About- I, met, I met some new people. Like, I met uh, this dude. Did you meet Abhishek at the, uh, at the uh, karaoke? Did you meet I him? I was in that he didn't go karaoke. No, no, Eden. Did you meet him? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I met anyone by that name. I would have remembered. And I tried to meet everyone though. Shaq. Shaq. He was calling himself Shaq. No, nothing. Shaq. He was no. calling himself Shaq. Tall Indian Shaq kid. He probably was telling y'all to go download that Shaq West. Tall, <laughs> tall, good-looking Indian kid. Young. He was like 22, 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. He just started listening to us like five weeks ago. And there was uh, quite initiation. a few people that just started listening yeah. to our show. Yes. Like, so I'm anxious. I'm trying. I'm, he's going to be on Fridays because I want I really want to get that viewpoint of like, yeah. what's it like if you don't really know it? Yeah. But again, I was saying, as I was saying before, dude, so many people were there that I didn't know. And that's unusual for me because I feel yeah. like I know everyone yeah. listens to the show, no, which, is, which is impossible. That, there's a lot of and, new uh, people in New York. I'm telling you, New York is definitely our biggest audience. And I think, I mean, New York and Oakland. We've only yeah. done the really small stuff in Oakland. Oh, we got to blow um, it out in Oakland. Oh, yeah, next but New year, York and Oakland. Next, uh, next spring, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a big place in Oakland. Also, I think we should do something in the spring in New York when the weather Absolutely. turns again. We got to go twice a year. When the weather York. turns, like I have no interest in going. I need the better food, Rex. Man, I did not enjoy my New York experience. Really? I did not. That lunch place, that, food that set New York back for me. I ain't gonna lie. That I lunch place the, was I terrible. I thought the people were great. The people are always great that come to the yeah. shows, but overall, that shit was trash. Too. Honestly, honestly, uh, Trey, I don't know anything about vegan options in New York. I've never even no, thought about I mean, it. I mean, come on, dog. That, you're but there's, it's me now. New York because I eat every. Be, I can eat. Yeah. I can eat anywhere, but every time we go, no. Eat, what I'm saying is, I would recommend you to some shit, but I don't know. Like outside, no, of it doesn't have to be vegetarian. I'm just saying, overall, it could be a good pizza spot. It could be something else. Like, I felt we got lousy service. Um, I felt like, you know, like the food was lackluster. And that's like my second experience today. I went to a diner last year, and I asked for like some cheese eggs, and they just put a slice of cheese on top of my Oh, shit. When we all went to that diner? Yeah. You remember that shit? That was funny. And I put like shredded, like, (laughs) and at that that time, I don't know where we, I think we were what, Lower East Side? Yeah, it must have been. So it was just like nothing but white people staring at me. And I'm just like, and I was the lone black guy. So it was like even more funny. But I don't know. I just I just really wasn't feeling it. But I thought like the show and the energy from the crowd was amazing. Um, they always show love. Nothing against New York. But um, I need a better tour tour guide. All there right. Listen, uh, I just want to say that I, I, that live recap, guys. That we just did was brought to you by the one and only Kent Paisley, who was there in a bow tie. Bow tie. Who was shouted out by Waz, I believe. 
Well, shout it out. First of all, this oh, man boy. is wearing oh, glasses boy. and a bow tie. <laughs> She's got a seawall. Looking, looking straight up, straight up like Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes, like, he does I, look, look like Lee Harvey Oswald. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> live show, right? So it's like he's. First of all, this is the thing. He clearly doesn't mind the attention. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you dress like that to this type of event. You're trying Bro. to stick out and yeah. have people look at you. You and don't want to to blend in. Yeah. And, of course, he stands up to ask a question. So I'm like, hold up. What the hell? I'm like, are we being bonked right now? That's <laughs> not exactly a, what happened. I made a, you know, comment. <laughs> aggressive. Kento, Kento had... Uh, uh, Paid for a sponsorship during the live show. I, I knew it was going to be tricky to get it in, but it didn't happen. So now he is he is here, not here, but he is sponsoring the live, the live recap. Kent Paisley, my man. What he was live show? He, he was hoping to get something in regards to Brett Kavanaugh. Did that ever happen? No, I don't think we went there. Uh, I don't think so. But I mean, you know, it's like, do we need to do the depressing stuff? It was such a happy. Yeah. Night. That's true. Well, he had he had bought it, I think, during the more um, hopeful hopeful days, uh, and he was, I think, hoping that Brooks might do it. Brooks, Brooks, they did the good Obama thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, him and him and me had an Obama. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. fucking amazing, that dude. Was great. <laughs> um, and I think that should do it. We'll talk more about it on Friday, of course, and then I'll I'll splice in some short clips in this show so you get a I taste a, of it. I, I took a lot of pictures I don't remember. Dude, you yeah, same. I'm looking at pictures by the way, you Zach. Somebody sent me a bunch. <laughs> you yeah. were having a ball. I had a good time. <laughs> you, I had a real you good have time. the biggest smile. Was there a point too in the end sec one of the end segments where you were like almost in the audience? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was during the during the the Eden Love question segments, um, this guy asked, "Ladies, how long does a man have to last?" <laughs> and so I got down in the front there and kneeled, you know, knelt next to him. I was like, "We need to talk about what's a public question and what's a private question." <laughs> but I was like, I was right there with him because I needed I needed that eye contact because that's not that's not something you ask out loud. <laughs> I wish I had gone into the audience, but Jake handled that for us. So. Jake was scrambling. Yeah, oh, did, man. He, Jake did an awesome job no, like, handling that. By the way, us. I thought for a couple moments of getting down from the stage, but it was high. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I'll survive this jump. No, they would have caught you, Jade. It would have been like that. A, you would have just Yo, been like crowd surfing. Dude, there was no <laughs> stairs from my side. So, yeah, that's true. And I was like a couple time. moments. I was like, should I jump down to get a drink and stuff like that? And so I, I had to ask somebody to get me a drink. Thank you for whoever did that. Oh, you know, it was a funny moment. It was a funny moment. Karaoke night is uh, I'm I'm out there. I wasn't in the room. I was out there at the bar uh, talking to a couple people. And Amin comes storming out of the karaoke room. And he, go, and he goes, he goes, I got like I have to order a drink. I was like, okay. He goes, yeah, man, I was in there. I'm on the mic. I'm singing. And I, you know, I tell the, all the fans, I was like, hey, somebody get me a drink, uh, Captain and Coke. And no one did it. <laughs> what? <laughs> See? Like, like, no one, no one See? did it. I was like, oh, people have been buying me drinks all night. I don't know to tell you. Oh, my God. I, I get a liver. <laughs> <laughs> 
TV. What do you need, man? An eyeball? I got it, dude. That's the thing, Amin. Amin, by the way, he calls out a certain aspect of something that Waz did, right? Which was which was totally about the mailbag. And it was just like, please do not demonstrate you don't listen to the show. Here. <laughs> like he clearly doesn't listen to the Friday mailbag. <laughs> So bad, dude. So bad. What's the matter? First things first. I pop them. Freaks all the honeys. <laughs> <laughs> Dummies. Playboy bunnies. Those wanting money. Patreon.com slash count the dings. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your side enemies, tell your side friends, whatever. Tell everybody about this podcast. I'm Zach Harper. Who do we have on this line? We've got Black Trey. We've got uh, we've got Big Waz. We've got Anthony Mays. We've got Ethan Lou. We've got Jake Hoy. Uh, we've got, is Dave DeFore here? I am. Oh my goodness. Look at that booming voice. What's up, Dave? I've been listening. Yeah, hey, what's up? I've been listening been lit- to the uh, stories of the live show, and I'm really sad I wasn't there. This whole time? Been yeah, it was great. minutes to talk? <laughs> Listen, man, it was like my own private show. <laughs> yeah, but I hung up. Um, welcome, everybody. There's some basketball stuff. You can, as Mays pointed out in our, in our group chat, uh, you can tell the basketball season is almost here because I did a rundown for, for topics for today. Normally, oh, it's just... Whatever. We'll talk about whatever. But we got some actual stuff. We can start in Trey's neck of the woods, Phoenix, Arizona, where Ryan McDonough, gone. Like nine Should've days before. Should have been, been gone. But this, but so I, have, I don't have a problem with the firing. Like he's, he's not been very good. And, you know, there, there are plenty of issues within that organization. Some dealing with him, some dealing with Robert Sarver. Uh, well, most dealing with Robert Sarver. But like he, he just hasn't been very good. Um, but at the same time, you're going to do it like a week and a half before the season. Yeah, eight eight games. I mean, eight days before the season is just kind of weird timing. But that no, but that's typical Suns. Yeah, I guess. like I'm when I when you really think about it and you sit there, you just add the like the Alonzo Morning gift, and you're like, well, it's the Suns. You know what I mean? Like, and in this scenario, you know, they still don't have a point guard. Um, you know, I felt like James Jones shouldn't have been fired. He's been in this scenario and we're close in of being a GM more than Magic Johnson or uh, Vlade Divac. He has more experience than all these dudes, to be honest. And I felt he should have got promoted versus, you know, getting the ax as well. Um, but yeah, it's just an entire shit show over there. Um, so, you know, hopefully they can clean it up maybe 15 games in. I don't know. Does Griff go over there and join? Do they bring in Kevin McHale, whose name's been looming around? I don't know. Griff would be a, Griff would be a, a masochist if he goes back to Sarver, right? Like that's <laughs> yeah. I know he wants a job and he can do a good job. I mean, I guess the attractive thing here, uh, Dave, is that they have Devin Booker and they have DeAndre Ayton, right? So you have it's not like you're starting over scratch. You have good pieces, but can you actually build something in Phoenix that's sustainable with this owner? 
I just don't see it. I mean, this is almost like uh, Glenn Taylor, who I know you're a big oh, fan of. Absolutely, he he just gets a little too involved. I, I don't think Ryan I, Ryan McDonough hasn't been amazing, but I don't think he's been terrible either. I mean, get it, the Booker pick. I mean, he nailed that. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, that's a no brainer at number one. I think uh, you know almost every GM in the league, if they had the number one pick, you want to get a guy like Ayton. You can you can question the the Dragon Bender pick, um, maybe Josh Jackson. And Marquise, Chris, Alex Lynn. But the truth is none of the Alex Lynn was a bit of a reach, but none of those other guys kind of went outside of what all the mocks looked like. And I think, you know, I've seen a couple of other teams draft boards. They were right in line with everybody. You know, sometimes players don't just work. You know, they don't work out this. You know, I'm, I'm looking right now. They also fired the assistant GM and the director of scouting. So there this has been obviously something that's been boiling, uh, you know, under the surface for a while. It's just the weirdest time you could possibly do it. Yeah, in the beginning of the season is why not just after the season instead of letting them craft the whole offseason? Well, remember I last kinda, year they fired their coach like the first week of the season. Yeah, yeah. but the coach right. the coach makes sense. Like the coach is something where like you can change culture immediately when you're changing the front office out. Like that's not something where all of a sudden, all right, we're good now, guys. We're galvanized. Like we're we can go do stuff. Like this is something like if you were thinking this guy might not make it to the regular season, and maybe they just want to see how the off season went. But if you're thinking, I don't know if I want to keep this guy, you know, another year, another two years, another five years, whatever, you have to go into this past off season with that plan in place. Right. They just hired a new coach. My favorite part was the shade from former players, Jared Dudley and, and uh, one of the Morris twins. Um, but again, the Morris twins being upset about it, they were getting in tons of trouble here. They're upset about um, everything. They also signed the dumbest deal ever, you know, <laughs> signing twin deals. Like I just didn't, I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, that was kind of corny. Do they sh- still share a bank account? I never knew that was a thing. I mean, that Mar- was just, that Mar- was a thing. That Marcus was a Morris thing. better hope so. He's getting paid a lot less. <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. It was like Marquise was like, "I'll take a little bit of a discount because we're both on the same team and our accounts are linked." But bring my brother's money. It was just, it was just it was, weird. It was weird. Deal. It was weird though because like one was getting better than each other each year. Like one would have a better year and then the other one would have a better year, and. Once they got split up, it was just super tricky, and it was like, okay, you dudes do know that this is a professional environment and that you're not going to be able to be together for the rest of you guys' lives. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, like, it worked out for the best of them, but I still think that deal was kind of dumb. I, th- um, I think the worst thing McDonough did was have Isaiah Thomas, Drogic, and Bledsoe and keep the worst one. Right, right. <laughs> Well, that's that the well, thing, first I, thing I mentioned. That would work, and then yeah. Wait, then who was the worst one? The two better Bledsoe. Bledsoe until Isaiah Thomas got hurt. As far as like contributing to winning a basketball game. Yeah, I mean, uh. I want to know, Dave. I want to know, and Zach, I, you can tell me this too because you guys are professional. You know, capital M media. Uh, all I ever did was read about how smart and great this McDonough dude was. What 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 went wrong here? I think drafting. Yeah. And and not great at, I mean, he, he actually had some nice free agent signings, but I mean, you know, you could say the Ariza sign Chandler. Uh, I, w- I would say like his ability to get nah, but Tyson situation is different. That was this. That yeah. was because they thought they, they were, they thought they could uh, package with Aldridge. Aldridge. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's foolish in its, in its own right. That was like an 11th hour thing, though. I mean, they, they really did think they had him locked up. I mean, I would honestly, I thought he was a done deal, you know. But then again, what really getting LMA here is really going to be life changing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it could it could have put them in the eight seed, right? Like, yeah, it's better. Like, it could have put yeah, them in the eight no, seed. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to take that away from him. Yeah. You know? but, but you're right. Like, that's not, that's not like you, don't, you haven't fixed the franchise. I, I think that, to, back to the question, I think that, I mean, he's young. And anytime you get a young guy that moves through an organization the way he did, uh, they're always called smart. You know what? I mean, you know what it is. It's just everyone trying to find their own basketball version of Theo Epstein. It's all this bullshit. It's like, we've got the young, hot executive. This guy's 31 years old and he's already running a team. Like maybe he shouldn't be right. Yeah. I I think that's 100% what it is. Young guys. They're always, they're always called smart. Uh, is this GM situation more confusing than the the Philly waiting all summer and then hiring Elton Brand as a puppet situation? Like it's that's two know, pretty weird GM nah, cases that was in a row. House. That was going to happen, man. That was just kind of like, you know, like hey, wait till this kind of smooths over and then we'll just bring you in. Hey, he was already puppet? good. He's a puppet. I don't think he's a puppet. I don't think he's making like that's good decisions. Harsh words. I mean, hey, we don't know. That's kind of harsh words for that, for EB to take that. I mean, the puppet masters isn't making good decisions then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're in pretty good shape. Yeah. I mean, I have no complaints with what Philly's doing. They've turned yeah, they're around. Pretty, they're pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Folks is not being a coward. He's actually taking threes. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it is what it is. I have I think, no problem I think with if, if you look at their process, I mean, they brought in a lot of guys and – they decided to go with Elton Brand. I mean, he spent the last two years sort of getting ready for this for this job. Yeah. Um, so they obviously feel comfortable with him. And it's not like he's not a smart guy who doesn't know the league. I mean, he definitely does. And then you've got the his ability to relate with players. So that's going to help in pitch meetings. I, I don't think that was bad hiring at all. Yeah, I think with, back to Phoenix, like it's um, – you know, I, a lot of us have talked about this a lot in the past, but it is such a thing of like ownership really is the great inequality in this league, right? Okay. Like as, as someone who's followed the Timberwolves for, you know, 27 years or whatever it's been, um, Glenn Taylor is a, is a bad owner, right? Like Robert Sarver is a bad owner. Vivek is, um, is a bad owner. Like the, James Dolan, bad owner. Like it doesn't really matter if you're in a big market, small market, medium market, like the only reason Dan Gilbert had any success and won a championship is because LeBron James was born in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> That's it. Like if LeBron yeah. James was from fucking Albuquerque, Dan Gilbert would have never sniffed any of that success. Like it, like the ownership rules all. And so they can bring in new people. I mean, the one, the one interesting thing in terms of like, all right, this owner may have stopped like putting himself in the way of the organization is if you look at the nets, like Mikhail Prokhorov, I don't think he's a good owner. Like I think he's disruptive and everything, but since the whole Billy King debacle and everything that, you know, went, went South with that Celtics trade, he put Sean Marks in place. They hired Kenny Atkinson and he just got the hell out of the way. He's like, so I'll let, I'll let you guys, like, you guys let me know. That's everything. That's everything. everything. We've been waiting 25 years for James Dolan to do that. Right. Exactly. So like, (laughs) unless Dolan or Sarver or any of these guys are going to say you're in power, I'm out of here. I'll write the checks and collect the revenue. Like unless they decide to do that, I would rather have an owner that's not involved at all than someone who thinks that they should, you know, have a, a big say. Like they're always going to have to approve every single trade, right? Like that is just how it goes. But at a certain point, if you're if you're, you know, 
just not having success year in and year out, you got to do the Prokhorov thing and just get the hell out. Now, it's also easier because he's like, you know, a Russian mobster billionaire. So I don't know that he actually cares a whole lot about this stuff. But this is that's the thing. Like, unless Sarver is going to get the hell out of the way with this next regime, which it doesn't sound like he is, then, the you know, they're they're just going to waste Devin Booker's young years. They're going to waste DeAndre Ayton's young years. And, and eventually they probably end up leaving after like year eight or nine with the team because they've wasted half their career. I thought we had all decided we were calling uh, Russian mobster billionaires oligarchs. I didn't think we were going to call them mobsters. Is that is that where we're at? Oh, uh, when, when you're when you're a Russian and you're a billionaire, there's kind of no separation there. Like <laughs> there there's no okay. separation between being really rich, being a gangster, being an influential politician. Like it's all one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's no this, difference. This Phoenix situation, I think we'll know a lot about whether Sarver's getting smarter by who he hires. You know, like at this point, if he if he goes with a retread, somebody who we know who has a terrible track record. Or, or if he goes with a guy like Griffin, right? Like, so Griff was there. Uh, he knows what it's like there. Then he went to Cleveland. He ran his own team. And now, I mean, he's interviewed for, he interviewed for the Knicks job, right? And then yes. I think he interviewed in Philly. So he obviously is looking for, for the right fit. Uh, if he were to go back to Phoenix, then you would have to think that he has some sort of assurance that Sarver is going to keep his nose out of the basketball ops. Right, because he's not desperate for a job. Exactly. Right? Like Griff doesn't need to be desperate for a job. He he will. I would assume he's going to take the next position, knowing that it's not like, oh, I got to get back in rather than this is the position for me. This is the place that I need to be. Right. And and I know he, he sees himself as a as a culture guy, right, a culture changer. And that's exactly what Phoenix would would need. I, I, they need a guy that can come in and top down through the entire basketball ops department and just, you know, change the entire culture of the, of the franchise. Yeah, then maybe he hell. Oof. I've been through that. I was gonna say Zach. Zach's got uh, man. He's there. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's also a Trump supporter. Arizona. I guess that was, I guess <laughs> in Arizona. Yeah. You think Robert Sarver is it? <laughs> I mean, come on now. Come on now. That that probably give him a bump. Yeah, exactly. Maybe gets a pay raise out of that. Um, I think Mikhail has has good, or at least all right. Not in today's NBA because I don't know how I don't know how that works. Although he did seem to kind of embrace what Daryl Morey wanted for the most part. Um, not to the all he's going to do is company. trade Devin Booker to the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so shout out to the Celtics for getting better. <laughs> it's going to be like Marcus Smart, uh, you know, Yabuselli, and like a protected Marcus Morris back. Oh yeah, get Marcus. Oh yeah, get Marcus, Marcus Morris, Morris back. back. Okay, all right, that's not a bad idea. Maybe Kevin McHale can do that. He does. I'm coming home. Scenario. <laughs> That'd be so bad, man, dude. It's not a it's not a bad job, honestly. Like you've got Booker and he he just resigned and you've got Aiton in his first year. I mean, that's that's a good place to start. And so it is, it is a good and you have a good I mean, I'm I'm an Igor Kokoskov guy. Like I think he's gonna be a good coach as long as they give him the leash to yeah. to do it. Right? Like and he's, he's I thought he was great in Eurobasket. Give Igor a so. point guard. God damn. Exactly. Well that well, I mean I met, I mentioned that yesterday. I was like a few years ago, they had too many point guards. Like, why do we have all these point guards? That's so dumb. And then now Robert Sarver's <laughs> like, we don't have any point guards. That's so it's dumb. So like, funny. It's so funny they reached out to Steve Nash, and Steve Nash is like, I'm cool like, on like <laughs> on being the GM. He does not want to do the day to day stuff. Yeah. Oh hell no! I mean, shit, why would you want to leave the Warriors anyway? You get to teach 
KD how to spin on one foot. So great, core. <laughs> is is <laughs> any of this firing? Is any of this firing because Sarver like expects them to do really well this year? Well, I mean, I, he you know spending. I know it's just a one year deal, but spending he just talked to people like, like shit. That's what I'm hearing. He just yeah. wasn't a good people guy, and that doesn't represent the Suns organization. Straight up. That's what it is. He so just it's more was of a culture people. thing. Yeah, he yeah. just was in some shit like, hey, we just want this shit cleaned up. And he was just not talking to people how he was supposed to be talking to people. Not in like, a, you know, a, like the situation we've been doing and dealing with in the politics past. But just it's everybody an just right, working yeah. with people and just talking crazy. You know what I mean? That's like me working with Zach and Zach calls me like, like just abuses me probably verbally yeah. like you idiot Trey. How yeah, dare you, you know what i'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like and i don't feel it then it's kind of like yo i need out on this you know what i'm saying yeah. or it's probably been major complaints to it you know what i mean yeah. in that scenario so it's probably just a, a difficult guy to deal with what happens you hire these kids trey too young to too young to lead people no respect dude respect. millennials you can't put a millennial in, in charge of a team kidding me it's gonna be nothing but avocado toast in that locker room Oh, man. Speaking of avocado toast, I had the worst avocado toast in New York. How do you fuck up avocado toast? They literally just spread it and didn't put yep. nothing else on it. They just gave it to me. How much was uh, it? 13 bucks? It was easily 15 bucks, bro. Because <laughs> uh, I was rubbing my hands together thinking like, I was thinking I was going to get the cute one like in California. You know, California to give you like the, 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 red, the red chili flakes and you know, cherry tomatoes and a little hint of lime. You know, a little sprinkle of salt and pepper. Yeah. I'd rather Waz would have sold me that shit. I would have gave him $20. Are you back on the food tray? Oh, man, I'm just disgusted. Yeah. What's the next topic? Food's overrated. Uh, Wait, what? Like by the way, like, by the way, got, I got it. No, that's the craziest I take ever. You, you're skinny. I'm a... Fat. I mean, I'm so. I, I'm looking at pictures of me on stage. I'm so. I'm so. I joined the gym this morning, guys. Hey, that's crazy. Body shame me for not gaining weight. Body shame. You look crazy. I got more than Jay. First, I mean, that's the crazy thing about I eat more than Jay. I just can't gain weight. I don't remember the time I've seen Trey where he wasn't eating something. Well, it's always eating. Yeah, Brad Pitt and Ocean's Eleven. By the way. Drew Savage hit me on the DMs, told me you killed it on stage, Shade. The jersey part, clearly my favorite. I that added the clearly. So the jersey sick. was so sick. Wait, Jay, never... did someone make that for you? Uh, Damon. Okay. Oh. Damon, oh, Damon, okay. where, 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 Damon, where are we on his name, by the way? <laughs> Is it Damon? Damon. It's Damon. No, it's Damon. Damon. It's Damon. Damon. Like my cousin. Damon. I gotta Damn stop with the Damon thing. God damn it! Um, God damn it! I don't know if people Andre notice, Damon. but the name on the back says Jaden Full. I don't know if that yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. pretty fire. That's oh, the okay. best part. See, I somebody, just, in, the, somebody in the Discord chat called you Officer Jade Prosciutto when you have the jersey. Everything. No, so what happened was I showed up wearing something I wasn't going to wear. 
I changed, but I was asking Jay how the set was going to go because I was like, okay, we're in Brooklyn. Normally, I wear a jersey to represent the city. When are we doing Bugs? He's like, after Bomb. So I'm like, great. I'm going to throw on the Dinwiddie jersey after that, but I'm not going to wear the, you know, I'm not going to wear the Yankee hat. I'm just going to put like a beanie on it because I was going to wear the beanie for the rest of the night. And uh, Sirit just pulls my beanie off mid show. And I'm like, yeah. I'm growing my hair out right now. So like, I'm oh, going through the ugly stage. That's of, uh, right. Of, of growing my, you know, I'm like your hair, like I don't even have a comb yet. So like, I'm like, cool. The beanie's going to do me justice to like be on stage without, you know, my hair being groomed. And she pulls it off. And I'm just like, you know what? It's here. Fuck it. That was it. Yo. Fun show, though. Yo, Wazzy's what were pictures you gonna say? are great. Oh, you're yeah, like, yeah. No, they was in the Google Drive that uh, that Adisa sent us. God. Yeah, I see. I see. Uh, I see Waz cropping that one with him and Taylor. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's crazy. Strategically framed. That's definitely wasn't a crop, my boy. That was how it was shot. Blame the shooter, not me. Yes, exactly. Oh uh, no, I know. I know who to blame, Gun Boy. I know <laughs> Damn gun. Yo, boy. that that story was crazy. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. We gotta save we gotta save that for the people when they wanna when they actually listen to whatever yeah. we end up putting oh, out from was, the show. That was so good. <laughs> Trey, Trey, let me ask you right now. Is the Kanye story for the public or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. That shit oh, was oh, funny. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so it's just me yeah. and a bunch of guys and Kanye. <laughs> and this is what Kanye was cool. <laughs> I mean, hey, you gotta make sure you gotta you gotta make because listen, I get canceled if I say I'm still rolling with him. By the way, you know, the cancel culture strong. <laughs> I was so impressed by your projection. This is it's such a producer talk, but you projected so well in that show. Um, I'm yes. getting better, man. Thanks to my. Uh, my my uh my co-hosts, they're I'm learning from them as well. Yeah, you got to be louder when Waz is on stage. You won't get a word in. <laughs> True. <laughs> Waz oh, had man. the home. That was his home crowd, though. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. He had home court advantage. Uh, what it's next? Is there anything next? Well, it oh, sounds yeah. like uh, sounds like people are all torn up about this Phoenix Sun situation. Speaking <laughs> of tears, Dejounte Murray tore his ACL. We got to ban knees, man. Got to ban knees. So this is, I really think like, well, now, now I'm obviously much lower on them because I'm a huge DeJounte Murray guy, but uh, I really thought the Spurs were going to win 50 games, be the four seed, like all, because they just win regular season games because they're impossible to deal with on random nights in the, in the schedule. But now like losing, losing Murray is a huge deal. Like he's a phenomenal defender, like a phenomenal defender. And that's going to, that's going to kill them because um, now they have to rely on like Derek White, and Patty Mills and like they have guys, but just losing a guy with that ability and that um, that playmaking ability like that, you know, they're not deep enough to really figure that out. So now maybe maybe they don't win the play or maybe they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, Zach, I'm I had a question for you. Yo. So I'm seeing, you know, DeJounte Murray, I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan. Like, I mean, not ecstatic, like, oh, I'm a fan club, yeah. but um has tons of promise. Like, I mean, he's very good defensive point guard. But I've seen people mention that this was this was a setback from him joining the elite group of the point guards. And I don't think he's just there yet. 
I don't know about that. Like, I think and I thought that like was a, I thought that was like the hottest take, like piping hot take to, yeah. to consider him that because of an injury. And I thought that maybe this year would be a little more. He earns respect. Sure. Sure. In yeah, that, no, in that, that, that's that's too high. Like I'm re- I'm very high on him. That's yeah. That's because I mean because... you know you got the LeBron and I I love big bro LeBron. He's he's sure. sunning all all young guys now. It's just hey little bro. It'll be mid game. Maybe second quarter he'll go fire off an Instagram post like yo my little bro. <laughs> you know bro keep Deshante doing your doing thing. thing. I told I told you third <laughs> quarter that you know that move you hit me he's with. He's calling up before like, he says it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. Like. I love Big Bro. I'm about LeBron. to tell you the third quarter that move. Keep that handle tight. You yeah. got me next time. Right? <laughs> you got me next time, bro. <laughs> like it's amazing. But I think that we need to settle down a little bit. Yeah. You know, this is a minor setback for this kid. Again, baby boy is going to bounce back. Um, I just think it's tough for the Spurs backcourt to lose Lonnie Walker and Murray. Oh, good point. I forgot about Lonnie. Yeah. You know, what? with the meniscus tear, he's part of the you know run TMC now, and um. It's just unfortunate. Now they have. Do we start Patty Mills or Derek White, or do we keep Mills off the bench? Yeah, I like and, I like Mills off the bench personally, just cause right because he controls that, the second flow and he yeah. adds scoring as well. But now they've applied for a uh, what is that disabled um, player? Disabled exception. player. Do they bring yeah. in a you know Patrick uh, Pmac? Yeah. Uh, do they bring yeah, I mean, in? Jamal, I know he's not really a Spurs guy, but you know, in terms of just pure talent, like Jamal's out there. Yeah, I mean, for for energy and and things of experience, and I think he could, you know, his shot selection has always been there. Yeah, I don't know he's, if Pop's gonna vibe with that. Like again, but I think he's coachable and he could fit in anywhere. Yeah. I'm still rooting for Crawford to go to the Warriors personally, but yeah, you fun. know, just burn the whole thing down. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta. You know, you no, got to Khabib this whole thing, brother. <laughs> to your question about, about like, the whole DeJounte Murray moving into, like, that elite. like Yo, Trey, I, chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I looked at him more as, like, a like – a, he's not the shooter that he is, but, like, a Pat Beverly type, right? Like, the guy who – like, he's not going to be an elite point guard by any means, but you you will put him in your starting lineup, and he'll never hurt you. Yeah, he might be he's, he's, a safe, he's a safe guy, but yeah. I still think – I don't want to put a ceiling on him. Because I oh, still sure. think yeah. that he can Im- improve even more. Yeah, he's so um, young still, and he's so but early. But again, it's a, since this is such a guard-heavy league, it's tough to say that he's in the cream of the, the crop. You know what I mean? Like I'm just now kind of like Jamal Murray. I'm kind of team Jamal Murray this year. You know what I mean? And oh, I don't. Think I don't think he's nowhere close to Jamal Murray. De- Dejounte might be the best defensive one in the league. I mean, and that's, that's fair. And that's fair. I mean, he has, yeah, for sure. He's, he's so if he could be passable blanket. on offense, he's a blanket. He's right. a wet blanket when you throw him out there. If he could be passable, feet, if he can hit, I'm calling you know, timeout. If he can hit average, you know, hit, shoot average from three, and uh, especially in San Antonio, where you know it, it's not like he's got to create a lot off the dribble. I mean, if you look at last season, Lamarcus Aldridge might have had his best defensive season of his career. And part of that was DeJounte Murray. I, I mean, point of attack defense in the league is so important. And I mean, Say that what shit again, Dave, say it again. Cause I've been arguing with Ethan for fucking years that point guard defense matters. Yeah, it does. Point guard defense and center defense. That, like those are the two I, that I think really that's matter. a lost art to be honest. Shout out to yeah. Gary Payton, but that controls your offense. 
the first guy that starts sets the I don't think it's a lost art. I think the rules have made it such that if you're as nice as Steph or Dame Lillard or even, you know, um, my guy on the Wolves, the Demon Deacon. Why am I drawing Oh, Jeff blank? Teague. Teague. Jeff, Jeff Teague, Teague, right? Who, like, okay. nobody could stay in front of him, right? Like, the rules are such that, like, dude, if you're somebody who can stay in front of a guy like Jeff Teague or Steph or Damian Lillard, like, you are rare. Yeah, you're the rarest you're like a, of athletes. You're a Matthew Delvadova type, right? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I, would argue, I would argue that part of it is also stylistic changes in the league. You know, when you're icing everything and you, and you get caught on a screen, like yeah. you did your job yep. right. and then you basically, right. you're just switching. And so what, what happens is we, we just say, well, it's not important because we're going to switch everything anyway. But when you get a guy like DeJounte who actually can dodge screens, go, you know, go under a screen and still stay on his man because he's so long, stay in front of a guy and also, uh, you know, rear view contest shots. If he does get beat, that that makes him kind of special. And so I think what Trey, what you're hearing from people is if he could be a better offensive player, he's elite. I mean, that's true, but he's already a, a super. Yeah, elite but that, that's a big, that's a, yeah, that's, he's an elite that's, defender. That's, that's a big that's jump a, off. That's man. a high yeah. expectation for this young player. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially, especially in this now. role. And yeah. what I meant by the loss art, not to, you know, go backwards in anything, but what I, what I was standing on is it's not too many pit bull point guards that right, are just the dogs right? yeah. that's just harassing that's old school like and i get yeah. it we're in a new era it's pat bev many it's pat bev that's pretty it's much it maybe chris paul like feisty yeah back yeah. when chris paul had his athleticism for 150 percent sure like you know now he just like, concentrates on his assignment which but you I, know, feel, I feel like it's i feel like it's maybe a, a handful of those guys and like i said Again, we're giving him either one or two spot, him or Pat Be- Beverly or a toss-up. But I just feel like this is a score league. People pay to see buckets, like Zach would say. We only want to see the buckets. We don't care about the deflections. We don't care about how many times you turn a guy. We don't care about gritty point guards that take charges 78 feet into the court. You know what I mean? These these things are came and went. You know, Now our point guards are – obviously scores and they don't have to guard they pass it off to the two guard and say hey take him out of his game and then i'll orchestrate on offense um but yeah i I wish him speedy recovery i hope i'm still not out on the spurs i feel like they're going to find a way to make something happen they'll still be in the run yeah by the way Derek white's pretty good and also their defense never every time we doubt their defense their defense always is still cream of the crop so oh, they they can plug Jade in there. They'll still be a top five. Defense. Yeah, it's so, their, their, their defensive system is just amazing. Man, I wrote this whole thing when they signed Powell that their defense was just going to fall apart, and uh, no, they were still like pretty good. So yeah, yeah I, I've learned not thing, to doubt them. Yeah, that's the thing. What I was it's saying about like just those random nights. Yeah, it was a click clack. Throw the throw the click clack in there. <laughs> uh, those random nights in the schedule, right? Like they always execute defensively, and that's just that's hard to deal with. It, you know, that's why they keep racking up wins. Like, people, I mean, think yeah. about it. They won 47 games last year. Kawhi played nine times. People knock them for winning the games they're supposed to win. And it's like, no, that's <laughs> what you're supposed to do. Now, I will say this. I, like, yeah, Kawhi only played nine games, but they're losing Danny Green and Kyle Anderson. And that's that's a lot of games for them. So they, they, are, they are. But if you think about it, like they they were replacing. They were essentially because Kawhi didn't play. They were replacing Danny Green with DeMar DeRozan. 
Like that's right. what they were doing. Like that's yeah. obviously a huge upgrade. So I get the whole like they lost Kawhi and Danny Green, but if we're just going off last year's team. No, they only lost Danny Green. I think Demar is going to have a huge year. He's going to be incredible. Uh, just, yeah, because you know, the, the schemes are going to be perfect for him. Yeah, he's going to be incredible. Use, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna the offense, especially they go half court and just rolling through some stuff. You're gonna see some off the ball Demar. It's, yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna have a good year. I well, and this I don't is think what he drops off. This is what the Spurs do better than everyone, and this is why they've been so successful. Is they don't bring you in and try to change who you are. The one guy they did that with was Lamarcus, and we saw there was a lot of issues. And then Pop said, "No, yeah. I, I'm wrong. Let me go back to what you're good at." And then Lamarcus had his best. See, I think it was the best season of his career last year because oh, of absolutely. that. You know, let's take what you're good at and let's optimize it. And, and so I think we're going to see that with DeMar. Yeah. DeMar is definitely going to shoot more I try to leave out threes. LMA's selfishness, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, I try yeah, to leave that out. He's so selfish. Oh, I will damn. say this, though. He, last year, he defended like a team player. I mean, he really, he was good last he may year. Be, he may be buying in because he understands that's the only way he's going to get Well, because right. because he got his shots. You talk about the selfishness. Like, he got to do what he wanted offensively, and then he yeah. bought in defensively. And sometimes it's just, that's the compromise you got to make as a coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a mental aspect to any of this, right? Yeah, like he, for sure. He might just be a guy who he has to get those touches just to get himself going. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, who was it? Uh, oh, Bogut. When, with Bogut with the Warriors. Kerr liked to get him early post-ups just, just to get him going in the game. It's basically yeah. like now Andrew he knows Perkins. he's playing. Yeah, Perkins the same way. So, yeah. you know, I, I get it. I mean, you know, basketball is so mental when you're out there and especially at that level. So I don't, I don't hate it. And and in terms of filling the gaps for the Spurs, like I think it's important to note Rudy Gay is is fully recovered and had a normal offseason from that Achilles a year and a half ago or two years ago, whenever that was, right? So that's big, like that he'll be he should be better. They brought in Dante Cunningham, who's a, just a nice guy who can fill in at multiple positions and kind of fill in gaps. And then they brought in Marco Bellinelli, who, you know, he's got some issues, but that dude Marco can shoot. Jordan. Like they, the Spurs, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if people realize like the Spurs could not shoot last year. They were no. the, one of the worst shooting teams in the league, one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. Like they need that, they need those guys who can kind of fill in there. And I, and even bringing in someone like Marco and and now Derek White can play more, which he'll have issues defensively, but offensively, like that dude can shoot. So they they may be able to bring that offense up a little bit more. It's just losing losing Dejounte's defense that sucks. And Bellinelli is also a super effective ball mover. You know, like so. Yeah. He's not the kind of guy that's going to come in and hold the ball. I'd like to see more of that from Rudy Gay. I do think Rudy Gay needs to play more four because then his athleticism is actually useful. On the wing, I just think, you know, that those days are gone. Yeah, uh, about, bigs, uh, Quincy Pondexter. Yeah. Is he going to be healthy enough? Yeah. If he, if, like, if he can play, then, then yeah. I mean, I love play, Quincy. Like three or four years ago? Yeah, like, he, he just – I don't – I don't know that you can count on him. I think he's a he's a nice little like luxury to have if he if he gets on the court. I mean, Pertle is the perfect spur. I know they have a super crowded. You know, they got Powell, they got Aldridge, and oh, the new Pirtle, the new but... Fabricio Alberto. <laughs> yeah, def- the new Tiago splitter for new sure. Tiago. You know, I, I do think again. I, I think people are going to be surprised by Derek White seeing him get get twenty minutes a game. I, he can really shoot. He's a good defender. He's actually he's bigger than you would think. Um, I think he's going to be pretty good, and and I'm with I'm with I, you I guys. Don't know about, I don't know about the defense. I don't know about the defense at the NBA level, but I but he will with be with the Spurs, play. though. That's the sure, thing. Like, sure. Plugging in, yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I, but I think that the three-point shooting is going to is gonna really help to open the floor up for LaMarcus and uh, DeMar. crazy range. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, Bryn Forbes is also going to get more minutes, too, and that's another yeah, I was, guy. I forgot all about Forbes. Lights out. Forbes is yeah. My guy, Davis Bertans. Oh, Davis. Love Bertans. That's a killer. He's uh, a crazy athlete. I don't know if you guys have oh, gotten he a can chance get to see up. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he a double ACL guy? I feel like we talked about that at one point. Is he? Pretty sure know. he got in. Shout out to DeWan Blair. <laughs> no ACL guy. No ACL guy. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, it's he's, crazy he's, when your body just absorbs your ACL. It's like, nope, we're good. Has, has anyone seen Jabari this preseason? Dude, he looks terrible, man. He looks pretty mm. Mm. He got. I kind of want to just paid. chalk it up to preseason, but. Um, no. He's so he, out of shape, man. He looks bad. Oh, so he didn't work on himself this offseason? Not at all. No. That's why you, that's yeah, why, nah, Waz, that's why you need a Glenn Taylor to make you promise. Wow, man. But, Ooh, listen, Lord. you know, the number of guys that come back from a from an ACL injury, right? Like, we all see them, and they come in, and they're just chiseled, right? Like, they, they've just been working out every day. Well, he came back, and he didn't look like that. And he looks worse now. So, I, I just – I don't know, man. I like, think he's still just struggling with shooting. And, I mean, I've never – you what know, does it have really, to do with getting on the treadmill? I mean, you know, like I just don't, I don't, I don't know if that guy is is the kind of guy. I, I think with, that's his natural that body, body, though. He's never been like, you know, he's just he's he just solid just like, like a, bread, dog. He might like a mellow, hardened type, right? Yeah, I mean, that's his body. Like his, he's never going to look like that. I, I don't know what people are expecting out of that, but. No, yeah, but see, look. but but Paul Pierce didn't. You know, he had a not crazy athletic looking body, but he could play forty four minutes. Right. Yeah, that was you just. Know what I'm saying? Saying? That was an optical minutes. illusion, though. Was like, I never understood saying, how like, athletic Paul Pierce was. He was nine, crazy nine, athletic. Nine, he just nine, didn't look yesterday. like. He didn't look it at all. I mean, nine eleven yesterday, playing out of position, but you know, what I mean, undersized power forward in the East. What do you think his position is? Because I don't think he's a three. He's a four. I mean, four. I think, I oh, think he's, he's I think he's pretty he's much four. a tweener, and he's just fucked. To be honest, yeah. that's it. But see, my thing, Trey, he don't work. have he's to be. He's work. big enough he, to guard fours, he's and he's four. quick enough to guard fours. Yeah. Is, Can't I mean, guard threes at all. Like that's why I said, I said he's fucked, but he's doing what the best he could do. To be honest, I mean, at when that point, so you it reminds me of it reminds me of Derek Williams from Arizona. Like at the end of the day, he was the everybody loved him. He got to the league, he can't do anything because at the end of the day, you're a tweener. You're loved. Like you know what I mean? In those situations, who he's going to become? PJ Tucker. I think the thing thing about Derrick Williams is that he was a tweener offensively and defensively. And that's the same thing with this dude. Same with Jabari, yeah. It's the same with Jabari. I don't think Jabari's a tweener. I think think Jabari can score on all threes and all fours. Right. He can score on whoever. I don't think Jabari is a tweener. I think he is a four, and I think he's always been a four. But that—that's going to be the. Pro- I mean, they're not. They're not trying to win this. They're not trying to win this. I think he dead at six six. To be honest. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that assertion. I well, think I'm just saying right. overall, that's why I'm considering him a tweener, like because he it never sticks. It's like he's never going to be a true power forward of what they're trying to associate him with. Jabari you know I mean? Parker he has doesn't a seven shoot the three well man. enough to be at three. I don't. I never considered him a three point. You know, a three point threat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I said, those are what you call tweeners. Those dudes that just kind of just fucking struggle after that because they never like adjust. They find one level that they dominate, and then once they reach their max, they're out. They're maxed out. So the expectation of him being an all star or anything else, that shit's out the door. You take what you take and, and move on with it. Yeah. After after the multiple ACL tears. 
we ha- we can't think of him as prospect Jabari anymore. Like that's just not realistic, right? And so people are going to look at it. Well, he's making twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, he's got a good agent, and he hit the market at the right time, right? Like that's what it is. Like they like because it's a short term deal, the money doesn't matter. Like that. Like we got to get over one the pre draft shit because of his injuries, and two the fact that he's making twenty million dollars a year because it's basically a two year contract. I mean, it's my team, so I'm looking at it like this. No highs, no lows. He had nine points, eleven rebounds yesterday in twenty-six minutes. I'll take it. That's 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 all I can get from it. I can't They're not trying to win more. anyway. They're not exactly. trying to win anyway. Well, he is yeah. definitely exactly. going to contribute to not winning. <laughs> no, he's doing his job. I mean, there you go. Get that big. I mean, we talking about the Bulls right now, bro. I just want him to stay healthy on, for a whole year. That's really it. Like I just, it. I just want him to get a whole Listen, year under get, his belt, and then we'll an, talk about it again your, later. Get your money, man, and, and have that. fun, bro. That's I just don't I want him. About. I just don't want him taking minutes from marketing and Wendell Carter. That's yeah, that's I all take, I care about for that. I don't, all, think, right. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, they're no, those minutes at the four. No, they're not because marketing is going to come back as a starter and he's going to bump down to the three and it's going to be even more nasty. So just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to be. He's going to do his job even better of getting. We're, we're like the sun starting three guards at. You know, there. start start three, start three power forwards. Basically, basically. And All I mean, different I've, types I've accepted it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At this point, because I don't see like, I mean, I like Wendell Carter, but at the end Not of the day, five. I don't see him as a true five yeah. in this league. Also, like, Al Horford really? five. Yeah, Al Horford's a five. This, oh, yeah. oh man, I'm so sick of this. The only reason we think Al Horford might be a four is because he went to college with Joakim Noah. I don't think I don't think Al Horford is not a center. He is. A I center. think he does a great a job as a center, he's, but he's I, played I think center he, his whole NBA career. His entire NBA career, he's been a five. And we're like, wow, he's a power four. He's played great. No, he's exactly. Yo, Zach, just him like, and at the same time. Zach is just like when they used to call Tim Duncan the greatest power forward of all time. That man's been a center his whole life. Oh, my God. He played center his whole life. That shit would piss me off so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they had David Robinson, he was the center. Yeah. This is this is why I like I like saying ball handler, wing, or big, and that's it. Because yeah. it, it just it's I mean, so it's, it's so let, much let's easier. Be, let's be real, Dave. It's a positionless league, dog. We're out on positions pretty much, and we've been that way for a long time. No matter how we want to be, Coach Bo, he was the first first to use that term, positionless. <laughs> Who was Spo? Oh, but I'm just saying, like realistically. That's where we at now. Yeah. And we just got to get off the the horse of back in my day and just accept it. Yeah, there's going to be six, nine point guards. going to be a dude this. That's why LeBron's playing the four this year. But he's really not playing the four this year. It's just a, it's just a number. It's like, hey, go out there. You're one of the tall guys, and you're going to defend this guy. That's it. But he's really still doing whatever he wants to do. Do we think – do we think uh, JaVale McGee should be allowed to play with a fanny pack so his inhaler's on him at all time? <laughs> I'd be down with that. I have yet to watch the Lakers play this preseason, so Hoop I don't know idea. what's going on over there. Zach, Hoop that's idea. tempting. That's tempting fate because then the fanny pack will come off and it'll trip over it. or something. It's just like a oh, shot. That's true. Like LeBron, happen, could, LeBron could slip on it. Yeah, that's it's a, a, prop. a good point. Right. That's a good point. Do you guys expect him to play 25 minutes a night? No. I, I don't see him foul out that's every smack. night. That's you play, you you expect who to play twenty five minutes? Javale. Yeah, Dave, I, dro- I dropped a stat but who, last but who would come like, in? They they Z- he's played he's played twenty minutes or more like five times in the last six years. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I I think he's going to be somewhere between sixteen and eighteen minutes. 
Um, and he's going to make a bunch of mistakes and, and people are going to be like, Oh wait, it's not the preseason anymore. Like he'll, he'll get buckets. Like they're, sure. they're going to find him on lobs and everything. Like he'll put yep. in 12 points a game. Like yep. just easy, easy points. His like per minute scoring is going to be crazy, but to, he, to be honest, physically can't Zach, I look at it as they're going to play a lot of small ball and just let LeBron run the five. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be that, a lot of him coos Beasley running the five. That's it. And they're just going to get ugly. That's all. The defense is going to be terrible. Their version of the death lineup. We'll death. call it the we'll call it the Hollywood lineup. Is but it going to yeah. be death because they're going to get scored on at like a 200 offensive rating? Rate? <laughs> only thing only thing I'm pretty much out on right now with this Lakers team is KCP starting at the two. Yeah, yeah. Hart, uh, Josh Hart should be the starter. Josh Hart should get 30 minutes a game. I'd start Lonzo and R- Rondo together. I really do. We not like people who shoot threes. <laughs> like, but they got, did you like, see who they signed this summer? But who's shooting threes? That's that's KCP's KCP, one of the only it. people who will take bro. Or make yeah, he's struggling. not. He's not a. He's not a. Consistent he's not Detroit KCP right now. Nah. Until he finds it, he's not Detroit KCP. Not, we're not. I'm not going to hang on to those past two years. I, I I love KCP as a person, but he has not been what they've expected. What they signed, and I, I'll tell you, Lonzo is going to shoot this lineup. You said what? Lonzo is going to come back and shoot threes. Uh, whether or not he makes them or not, I don't know. But he's at least going to space the floor by of taking shots. Of course, going to be encouraged, especially yeah. with LeBron yeah. drawing what he draws. He's going to need those three-point shooters. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'm team Josh Hart to start at the two, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would go Lonzo and Rondo. I really would. Like, if the goal is to play faster, and I know that's not typical of Rondo and LeBron teams, but the way they played in the preseason, they've been moving the ball. Like, if the if the point is to play faster, have switchability, um, you know, have long arms and smart defenders and all that stuff. Like that's the best bet. Yeah. That's three of the best passers in the league on the floor at the same time. That's yeah. crazy. And it's all Someone's guys got to finish it. Though. Get, it's all right. Well, yeah, that's true. But, that, but otherwise they're like, just playing hot potato out there. That's, that's three guys who can cat, who can catch and attack a closeout. Right. And they will close out on Lonzo. They will close out on Rondo. Like they will close out on those guys. And those guys know how to attack that shit. And, like, I mean, you, you're at a disadvantage anyway with a lot of these positions. Like I would, I would put my smartest players on the floor. How do you feel about the defense with, with Rondo and JaVale and LeBron? Um, Ingram's okay. And Lonzo is really good, but I just I mean, don't think it, he can it's play gonna depend three on, bad defenders. It's going to depend on, mm, on how, is, how LeBron mm. decides to defend. Has right? LeBron decided to defend the last three or four regular seasons? Not, Not really. often. Not often. <laughs> Not really. But he might How? have to. He might have to with this. He didn't have to in the East. He might have to this time. I, I don't know, man. At, at some point, like, I mean, this is his year 34 season. Uh, are we sure he can do it? I mean, he's not going to play 82 games. That Can we just go ahead and yeah, say well, that now? That's what, that's what I've been on for a while. I mean, I mean, this is just a matter of, like, are we getting – is this going to be a LeBron James directed film or is he just executive producing these Lakers? It's a great question. That is a great, great question. question. This is this is really honestly AAU LeBron. It's all fun. It's going to be so less stress that I mean, I've already seen it here and there is that he's aiming for lifetime life after basketball immortality. So not then chasing not chasing rings, not chasing anything else. No ghosts, no chance. You know what I mean? He's just here to cruise into retirement the next four years. Then why do so and, many people think that a team that got worse defensively but added LeBron James that that 
if he's going to be coasting, he's going to take a 35 win team to the playoffs in the West. I just, because I don't know. Because everybody's excited. Though, I mean, they, they they aren't being realistic <laughs> about it. Thirty-five is rude. No, what they well, were that was last year. Last year. Yeah. Oh no, I thought you were talking about this year. They're going to win thirty-five. I was yeah. like, come on, man. And they lost. Come Brooke on, man. Lopez, you know. Well, I think a lot of people are talking about just internal improvement, whether it be Ingram, Lonzo, and Kuz, yeah. or even Josh Hart. Uh, I think a lot of people are counting on that. Um, also, that team had no that team had no business winning thirty five games last year. The miracles right. of they modern like, science. The miracles of modern science. <laughs> he got healthy. Um, no, but like that team had no business winning thirty five games last year, and they did. Like at a certain point, look, I like I know how they look on paper and everything. That team's got real talent. Now they have holes into you know with what we expect a team to look like defensively and everything. This team may be a phenomenal offensive team, even without the shooting, because I think they'll get to the free throw line. I think they'll find a lot of shots at the rim and they're gonna push the tempo like crazy. Like they may just run teams out of the building some nights. And you can steal wins that way. Like I are they gonna steal enough for 50 in a, in, you know, in a six, seven or eight seed. I don't know about that, but it's not. And I also don't think this is the same roster we're going to see four months from now. Yeah. That's the other part. Like they definitely need to bring in a center of some kind probably, but you know, are, are they going to go get another big player to put with LeBron this year? That's the, the other looming question before the playoffs. I mean, I I'm assuming that they're already, they already have a target list of guys for December 15th. For teams that'll be out of it by then, like yeah. you know, I would be yeah. shocked if they were trying to go after Ariza. Oh, for sure. So, right. yeah, um, I, I don't expect this to be the roster that they have. Unfortunately, when we're looking at the season, we have to we have to go in and say, "Well, this is who they have." Not me. I'm expecting uh, <laughs> expecting Yamahimi and Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Jimmy Butler, right? Exactly. And Carl Anthony Towns. Trade them both. <laughs> Trade them together. That's what they're gonna do. Um, what about the Steve Curry ejection? You guys, Hey, did you guys see this? You guys see this one? Steve Kerr I mean, gets tossed from the game last night. Says, I don't want to be here anyway. That's yeah. I feel, that's, I feel that's, like the Warriors that's, are more Hollywood than the Lakers. <laughs> right. Exactly. I heard he had something to do. That's planes. That's when you tell your mom, Oh, I'm sick. I got a fever and you stay home. That's all Steve Kerr was doing. We know, we know those tricks. Here's what I yeah. think. Here's what I think. I think he did it for the, for the notoriety. Like he did it for the, the memes. I think he's too I mean, too at this, point, at this point, it's just Not like I'm gonna nookie. have fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross my legs. I'm gonna put my I'm hand behind thirst. my head this year. We're gonna see nothing but warrior memes this year. <laughs> A stage social media event. Yeah, Boogie cousins will be laughing in every single one. Like my man said, that wouldn't happen I, if they were the Pumas. You got you to sent that picture of the of the two Steph Curry lookalikes, Boogie like posing with those guys at like the the fan the open fan. That was great. Yeah. What the hell was that? Because that wasn't even like, oh, it's a light skin joke. Like, oh, all light skin dudes look no, like, like those look dudes like... legitimately look like <laughs> twin curries, dude. It's just the hair, the hair. It's all in the hair. They need to grow the it beards was, out, though. The hair was all peasy. <laughs> <laughs> Steph is the only light skin dude I know that got peasy hair. That's funny, man. Can't have it all, man. Can't have it all. Mm. Um, any thoughts on? Jimmy Butler back in Minnesota just to say trade me. Let him go, Tibbs. Nah, man. I think this is brilliant negotiating. 
really corny. This just shows how, how, how petty the whole situation is, dude. The the Heat have so here's the thing, and like Heat fans are cra- Heat fans are so upset because they think that I'm saying that the Wolves are going to win this trade. I'm not saying the Wolves are going to win this trade. I think they're going to get a bad trade for them. But in the theory of it. The Heat can only get Jimmy Butler by trading for him. They can't clear the space to sign him. So if you're the if you're the Wolves and you're okay with drawing this out and making it awkward, like I would just keep telling Pat Riley, how else are you going to get Jimmy Butler? No, give me what I want. And if he ends up walking, he ends up walking. This team's going to suck anyway. Tibbs is out of a job anyway. What does he care? He's gone at the end of this year. Do you see this oh, thing man. with the Rockets? But holding hold a player hostage. Is, I just think He's not holding him crazy. hostage. Go play. We'll, yeah, work he's under, tra- he, we'll work on trading you. Go play. Listen, I'm Jimmy cool. Butler's he's under contract, man. Yeah, I, cool. like, it is, if you don't want to be here, get out of here, dude. Trade him like how they sent Paul George to Oklahoma. Send his ass somewhere he don't but want not, to go. Send his ass where's, to, send his where's ass the Oladipo? Depot? Where's the where's the Oladipo offer? Wait, but they, they got a good they, young player. They, they, offer him fucking Dion Waiters fat ass. They have a good right. offer from from Houston though, apparently. No, they that's no Houston doesn't want to give up PJ Tucker. And rightfully getting, so. Yeah, if you're not getting PJ Tucker in the deal, like right. you got to miss that. Eric Gordon Tucker and several draft picks is not. They're not. Get, they're not giving. That's not a real. That's deal. not a real deal. Yeah, that's not real. Eric Gordon for sure. They're not giving up Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. Was, Eric Gordon and Tucker aren't worth Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, they so are. Funny to me. They are. They're not giving that up. Tucker. Is so funny to me. That's crazy, James, dude. James walkout buddy is 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 untradeable. That's crazy, man. And Wait, several draft so picks was PJ because, Tucker because is the, extremely important to that team though. PJ, so that PJ team, Tucker. yeah, not not in a vacuum though. Like right. he's not he's not a great player. Oh, they want picks. They want Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and picks. Yeah. Right. Oh, Those are Rockets okay. picks. I mean, the asset price is pretty Wait, high. I'm reading what Mike Prada just tweeted. It says multiple reports that the Rockets eliminated from contention despite offering a package rumored to be as big as Gordon Tucker and several draft picks. The reasoning, the reasoning for Houston being ruled out isn't because of the deal, but because reportedly Minnesota doesn't want the Rockets to become the kind of juggernaut the Western Conference already has. That's in the Golden dumbest State. thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that right, was eight seed last year. I can like, tell you none of that. I can tell you none of that is true. Well, <laughs> yeah. that, is not, that has nothing to do with why they're not making a deal with you. Right. I mean, you know, it, it sounds dumb, but but at the same time, when we were all saying that there was no way that Kawhi was going to get traded west because of Pop, I mean, it, that that was legit. He didn't want to have to compete against him. So, I mean, it, it it definitely is within the realm of possibility that a guy in the NBA didn't want to run into Jimmy Butler after trading him. Telling you without reporting anything, that is not the case. Sources say. Sources, sources close to the situation say. <laughs> Yeah, the PJ PJ Tucker that was go, never bro. that was Contact never a thing. No, it's why awful. do you have to? Why, here, hold on, Trey. Why do you, if you're the Wolves, why do you have to take a worse deal than you're already going to take just to get him out? Just to give him what he wants? Like he's under contract. Like that's the that's the give and take of it all. He you can got, request a trade. You got, you got a, you got a shitty aura though. Like after that, you don't want to bring that rest. They're of the, the Wolves. Down. They like, always got a shitty aura. Like this, that's yes. nothing new. It's like this I is guess. a bad situation. I mean, I, you can you can say that because you're a Wolves fan, so I get it. I, I I can't speak on it from now. I'm just I'm just looking from afar, and I just feel personally like oh, just dump this shit, clear it out. Go ahead, bye. You the only way, us, but bye. the only way to clear it out right now is to take on big contracts, like from from Miami. Like that's the only. And if you're them, like I would White say Sox, no. Richardson, you're giving me bye. Take it. If you're giving me Richardson, like I like 
great. If you're giving me Richardson, great. But I, if I'm the Wolves, I'm saying I want Richardson, I want Bam, I want that 2019 pick. And Miami should go say, fuck you, we're not doing that. But that's the negotiation. I'll be like, bye. Here you go. Let's go, Jimmy. Why are you going to take on Deion Waiters and his cholesterol? Come on. No, nah, nobody's <laughs> going nah, to. I don't think they ever offered Deion Waiters. Well, they would love to offer Deion Waiters. <laughs> Listen, anybody unload Deion Waiters right <laughs> I just Literally I just everybody heard. saw the Deion Waiters thing coming from a mile away. It was like, yeah, yeah, he's going hard. Contract, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. sure he's going to keep doing it after he gets Ooh, paid. For just- ankle injury. Uh-oh. <laughs> let, let me ask you guys a question about Butler. Do you want to pay him that, that five-year max or four-year max? Uh, I mean, I absolutely. did a year ago. I wouldn't ago. mind giving him the four for the years. First, for the first three years, 100%. That last I give year, him no, the, four, the last I give two, him the four right? years and give him the player option. Be like, yeah. no, you can – or team option. Yeah, he, How about he, that? He wouldn't take See, a team option. He, he won't take a team option. That. And a player uh, option he's going to take. Because – Year 33 and 34 of Jimmy Butler are not going to be pretty. No, but yeah, with, with the Tibbs effect, with the Tibbs conversion rate, that's like 47. You deal with that when you get to it. Like, that's how all these deals are now, right? Like, exactly. you want to pay Mike Just Conley send his ass but you got to, to a military coach, bro. Somebody that just runs the We have any of those ground. left? Bo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let him, yeah. let him, let him, so let him die slowly in Miami. Fine. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Fuck it. I mean, he a prima donna anyway now. Shit. Oh, yeah. He oh, got... sure, yeah. Listen, it, it's a match made in heaven. Let him go. Let and, him go. And, and you D-Way are. Gangsters don't die, Trey. They get chubby and they move to Miami. Look, D-Way retired, and he's like, he's going to put the emotional post, passing it off to my little bro. Yeah. And then it's just, go ahead. Let it go ahead. Jimmy Butler Butler County, whatever the shit you want to call it, and let his ass die slow over there. Butler Biscayne. Biscayne Butler. Biscayne Butler. No, but here's, so here's the thing. Like, we overthink this shit with Jimmy. Like, granted, like Dave, you you bring up a good point about the end of that contract. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be really bad. But let's not forget this dude came to Minnesota last year and turned them into a playoff team. And they would have been Kill. the three. They would have been the three or four seed if he didn't get they hurt. Would, yeah, like that's they, right. They, they, I mean, you know, I get like, the, if like he, he didn't makes get hurt a part, difference. But he was amazing last he year. Makes man. a huge difference. They were so incompetent without him on the floor, and that says a lot about the guys they had on the floor. But at the same time, like he is a difference maker. Like absolutely not. Think this thing, but if you, now if you're Miami though, you don't really have they have nothing. Like you right. have to get that. That's the thing. Like we've learned with the Daryl Morey approach before they got James Harden. And I'm not saying he's going to be James Harden good, but like you have to get that first guy before you can get the other ones. Right. But I, I mean, have- they, to get him, they would have to give. I, I think uh, Richardson is so good, man. And, and to give him hey, up, he is. But like, yo, you're hey, not building around Josh Richardson. Free Tyus yeah. Jones yeah. while you had it too. <sighs> Richardson's I mean, still this, a complimentary player. Right, like he's, this, he's still this like growth as shooting guard shit. I mean, <laughs> man, my God. Hey, man, this is Rose's return, bro. Return to what? The lineup? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's what I just was. I was like, that's what I was oh, doing from back. the eye of God. He made a layup. Like, come on, man. Every, no, player. but that, knows, that lets Are you they know gonna- that we're close, we're close to uh, NBA season returning. And whenever you see that Derrick Rose is back, yeah, yeah boy. That's how you we're know close. the NBA's back. When I throw we're, we down, know it's back. Yeah, when Derrick Rose, makes when Derek Rose has 26 on 20 shot attempts, <laughs> I'll be like, yes, we're in rare form. On October 9th, that's when you know. That's when you know we're back. Man, uh, last, th- last thing before we go, let's get some thoughts on this uh, J.R. Smith-Marcus Smart fight. Hilarious. It was so funny, I right? Mean, 
Yeah, and and Bo Bo brought this up on the show. Uh, he was like, just because a cat got a lot of tattoos, don't mean he can fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, we what get it. Jerseys? Where jerseys JR from? Uh, I don't know. Alpine, something like that. This suburbs, guy's from right? the suburbs, yeah. man. He's a suburban cat. By the way, shouts to all the people from places like Newark and Patterson and Irvington, which is basically Haitiville over there, who got mad at me when I mentioned that, like, Kyrie, JR, or even, you know, Jay Williams. This is a certain type of New Jersey dude. Uh, yeah, obviously I'm talking about the suburbs, guys. <laughs> like, obviously I'm not talking you, about the bricks. They don't roll up on you in the boat shoes, my nigga. There was no fight here, though. They don't roll up on you in the boat shoes. There's no fight. Well, yeah, that's, fight. that's an NBA but, fight, Jade. That's, that's all we get anymore. No, so what's happening is it's like catch me out in the streets, Jade. Right. Yeah, I, and, but honestly, I think this could actually happen. This is the only fight that I think that would actually really happen. Because the they both. Cause they both thirsty enough to be out and catch each other on the street. Cause they like out. They they both they both go out nightlife like nightlife wise. What's so the, I think in a, a random meetup would actually happen. What's the suburban version of, of meet me in the street? Is it meet me at Coldstone? Like, is that <laughs> meet me in the cul de sac, Zach. Meet me in the cul de sac. It have to be Starbucks, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't fight at Coldstone. You gotta catch these venti sized hands. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> Meet me at Trader Joe's, boy. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch the section. I just That's saw the line right there. I just saw the highlights. This all started when J.R. Smith kind of pushed Horford in his back, right? Uh, no, he was he was no, he, he was got locked rumbling up. with Aaron Baines, right? Yeah, they got Aaron locked Baines up. Kind of tossed him aside a little bit. He got in his face. Marcus Smart ran up from behind and like pushed him in the back of his head or something like that. And then, and then Jr. was just laughing at him the whole time. It was, no one was going to fight. It was right. a uh, Conor McGregor situation, if you will. Man, that that whole debacle. That I mean, it's, have, you seen, the, that, have you seen the uh, audio? Have you seen the audio of of him during the fight where the where Khabib is just saying like, "Let's talk." Let's like Khabib is raining down punches on him. He's like, "Let's talk. Let's talk." And the round ends, and Conor says like, "It's just business, bro," or something like that. No, wait. During the fight. During the during the actual fight, how did you see that? I saw it on Instagram or Twitter or some shit. I actually, why well, it's not in the fight actual broadcast because I watched it twice. Um, yeah, they you can they pick it up and then someone subtitled it, but you can hear it. Fight was great. Oh, that was. I mean, I'm not I'm not oh. typically a UFC guy, but I was yeah. at a bar and it was man, that whole place was. Yo, cool. Khabib's like a fucking He's a monster. disease or something. Like, Have the, you seen his dad? That first that is scary. But that first that first round when he's just on him, that's oh. scary shit, we, dude. We would all have a different opinion of, of Khabib if he hadn't been injured so much. I mean, the guy like talent was never the problem. It's just that he can never stay healthy. Yeah. Whoa. Do four. Could you? Yeah. Yo, but are you are we where are we on the did they fake this brawl thing or what? I, I think, think the, that was real. I think that was real. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You don't think it was real? Nah. Stage social if, media. If I like. I like. They're doing something. It might be sort of real, but it's not real. Yeah. I mean, like you know what was definitely like fake? Conor McGregor throwing the trash can at the bus. That was that bad. was a hundred percent fake. Wait, aren't these the same parties? Right. Um. No. Wasn't that bus thing the same? Khabib and him. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's this. This is the same. I have to. I have to defer to our uh, our MMA expert, expert Dave DeFore. 
<laughs> defer to do four. Dave, do you what, know the answer? What was, what was the question? Remember the bus incident when they threw... Uh, oh, was that fake? Was No, no. no wasn't was that, that Khabib's was that, people as well? That was Khabib's people. Yeah. yeah. Like this yeah, has been McGregor ongoing. Knew, so the, the deal is McGregor knew this was the big money fight. Yo, and he's kind of washed? Is that the like, no? Well, the I problem with Squash, I think Khabib's just better. Yeah, Khabib, like so. McGregor's ground game just isn't really any good, and yeah. so you Bad know, matchup. Khabib is a terrible matchup for him, and uh, also if it gets beyond like middle of the second round, I, Connor's just not doing much. He gets he gets gassed too easy. I mean, he Bang. he's actually pretty yeah. big, right? He, so he did he did he did pretty good though in the third. Can't remember which one he can't. He kind of it was. It was the third. Yeah, he won the third. It was yeah. yeah, yeah. But Khabib dominated the first two. Yeah, he did. And then and four, just, four was kind of like e- e- even as far as I was, you know. He was doing okay. Yeah, he was doing okay until he got choked. Until the choke, yeah. <laughs> right until he, until he tapped out. <laughs> well, and by the way, like people give McGregor a, a hard time because he he taps quick. But he did tap listen, quick. man, it's a business. <laughs> like tap quick and live to fight another day. And like you know, you know, I'm sure you know if you can get out of that that choke or not. Right, like, exactly. I, like I'm sure he was like, "Nope, this doesn't happen." Yeah. Let me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pass out on national TV. Yeah, you gotta, under, man. These fighters get choked out, you know, a hundred times a week in yeah. training. Like that's part, like you, you get choked out a lot learning how to do this, and you know, you know when it's in and when it's not. And and Khabib is a strong dude, man. You're not, you're not gonna really like get him off once he gets that that whole rear naked going. So. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Great end that sentence. (laughs) Hey guys, this was fun. I'm about to go tap in versus uh, Eli Manning versus Lil Wayne beef. Oh, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Trey, where are you going to be for the game later? Which game? Yankees. Oh, I don't know. Probably, uh, I got a coach today, so maybe I'll I'll try to, uh, find a local bar here so you guys know the yankees are 2-0 and in this postseason when i watch a game at a specific la bar didn't watch them at that bar last night they get killed i'm willing to take bribes zach, get yourself back there i'm willing to take bribes. <laughs> if anybody wants to sponsor zach watching the yankee game <laughs> at, at a at bar hurry up in studio city sounds like a show on netflix <laughs> All right. That sounds uh, like an old racist cartoon. <laughs> yeah, probably good. Slippery Pete, right? All right, people. Thank you very much. Slippery Pete. Talk to you later.